What's going on guys? It's Cooper here from the Back Pens. We're going to talk about the upcoming UTB event for the PBR. It's taking place in Indianapolis, Indiana. It's going to happen on New Year's Day. So it's a one day event, kind of a unique format. The PBR doesn't do a lot of these anymore, but nothing wrong with that. We're also going to talk about three riders and three bulls to watch out for in 2022. You know, besides the main ones, you know, these are guys that maybe aren't what you would consider top tier mainstream. So we're also going to go over that. It's going to be a good episode, guys. Uh, without further ado, grab the slides, boys, because we're coming at you from the back pin. To kick things off for this episode of From the Backpins, I think we're going to talk about three bull riders to watch out for in 2022. These are guys that they've all been on the UTB tour, but I wouldn't consider them household names. You know, if you're watching every week and you're a real diehard, you probably know who these guys are, but these aren't the guys that are tending to grab a lot of the headlines and that kind of thing. So that's kind of the idea with, with this segment here is to give you an idea of some guys to keep an eye on that you may not have been following super closely last year. The first one we're going to talk about is Jesse Petrie. He's a left-handed bull rider. He finished 17th last year in the world standings, so he had a pretty respectable year. Had a 36% riding percentage on the UTB Tour. His highest score on the UTB Tour was 90 points on Diddy Wah Diddy of Cord McCoy's at the last Cowboy Standing in Cheyenne, Wyoming. This guy's a younger guy. I think he's 23 or 24 and uh, he's got a lot of talent. There's no doubt about it. He's a little bit taller of a guy. Um, so, he, you know, he, he doesn't want to get stretched back on the end of his arm too much. He's kind of built like Cody Teal a little bit. Um, but this guy's got talent. Um, when he does the basics and the fundamentals right, he can make it look really good. As long as Jesse has a consistent year and stays healthy, I'm going to be looking for this guy to climb up them world standings. The next guy I want to discuss is Kyler Oliver. He is a left-handed bull rider. He finished the twenty in the 2021 world placing. He finished 42nd. His riding percentage at the UTB level was 29%. His highest score of the 2021 UTB season was 88 and three quarters on concealed carry of Gene Owen in Glendale, Arizona. So this is a guy who was really beat up. He got on tour last spring. And literally, it just it got to be too much. He had shoulder issues. I remember wherever we were at, it might have been Louisville. He dislocated his shoulder, putting his rope on the bull in the alleyway. So this guy was extremely beat up last year uh, and decided just to, to go get it fixed and come back stronger this year. He did enter the Kearney uh, Nebraska Touring Pro on December 18th. He ended up winning that. He was 176 and a half on two head. And he was 90 and a half points in the short round. This guy's got a lot of talent. Um, he did, I think he did make that 2020 uh, PBR finals, if I remember right, too. So he's had experience at the big show before. You know, I think as long as Kyler's healthy, which I think he is after seeing what he did in Kearney, that this guy could be a guy that takes PBR by storm this year, no doubt about it. I would definitely be keeping a lookout for him at the UTB level. And the last guy I want to talk about in this segment is Adriano Salgado. He's a Brazilian. He's a left-handed bull rider. He finished 40th in the world last year, had a riding percentage on the UTB of 35%. His highest score on the UTB tour happened at the world finals in round two. 
He rode Lil Two Train of Gene Owens for 89 points. So this is a guy. <clears throat> he just came on the scene last year, and uh, you know he got a decent amount of bulls road for a younger guy. I think the biggest thing for this guy is going to be being more consistent on those ranker bulls. You know he can ride the nice ones pretty consistently at this point in time. For him to take that next step, he's going to have to really, really figure out how to ride those ranker bulls on a consistent basis. He's a little bit bigger guy, um, so he doesn't necessarily get along with super small bulls well, but this guy, when they go into his hand, he eats them up. So I definitely think if this guy figures out how to be more consistent, that you could see him pushing up higher in those standings. Next, I think we'll go into three bulls to watch out for in 2022. So these aren't going to be your whoopahs, your chisels, you know, those two. Everybody knows them bulls. We're going to talk about a few that maybe don't get quite the hype that those two bulls do. And rightfully so. I mean, whoopah and chisel, they're great animals, no doubt about it. But in this segment, we're going to talk about three bulls that don't get quite the media coverage that those two do. The first bull I want to talk about is number 117, Dennis the Menace from Viducic Bucking Bulls. This bull is the PBR bull of the finals. He had a really strong finals. They marked him 46 and a quarter and 47 and a quarter in his two trips down in Vegas back in November. This bull went unridden in 2021, bucking off the likes of Cooper Davis, Boudreaux Campbell, Mason Taylor, and Claudio Montagna Jr. twice. So this bull is a handful if he uh, comes into 2022 like he did out in Vegas and does it on a consistent basis, watch out for this bull. He was really, really strong down there. He was not the one you wanted to draw if you were uh, in round two or the short round, that's for sure. This bull, you know, big, strong bull. You know, like I said, just overall, he had a really strong finals, and he does not look like one that guys would get along with real well. The second bull I want to talk about is 6E Liston of the Pages. He uh, had a strong finish to 2021. He won the 2021 ABBI Classic Finals down there in Vegas. He did get ridden three times in 2021, uh, but they marked him 45 and a half at the Velocity Finals. Uh, his best outs or scored outs in the UTB level last season were 45 and three quarters and 46 and a quarter. So this is a bull, he's coming into his five-year-old year, which is a big maturity year for bulls. You know, they're taking that transition from kind of being calves to where this bull's been hauled enough now where he should feel comfortable and whatever, you know, comfortable, not worried about his surroundings at, at these UTB level events. Um, This is a bull, he's got a lot of potential. He's also a big stout bull, got a lot of power, Um, a little inconsistent. And when I say inconsistent, he's he's always good. It's just some days he has really, really good days, and other days are just kind of like, okay, like good, but nothing spectacular. If this bull puts puts his best effort out there more times than he doesn't, he's a bull you could be looking at in that Yeti Bull of the Year race. And the last bull I want to talk about today is number 55, Pookie Hauler of Chad Burgers. This bull also had a strong finish to the 2021 season. He had good outs at the World Finals, and he also qualified for the 2021 National Finals Rodeo, so he bucked down there. He was ridden twice in 2021. Keyshawn Whitehorse rode him for 90 and a quarter in Deadwood, South Dakota. That was a pretty good ride by Keyshawn, I remember that. He was marked 46 and a half twice at the UTB level in Nashville, Tennessee, and Sacramento, California. So 
this is a bull that Chad's had now for a year. I think they'll get him really dialed in and get him in, in really, really good shape coming into this year. You know, he he's had some big time bull scores. He's had some that weren't so great. Um, or not even not so great, just just good bull scores. If this bull gets consistent as well, I mean, this bull does buck. He's 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 hard to ride. You know, uh when I talked to Keyshawn about him in Deadwood, he compared him kind of to a lighter version of smooth operator with his bucking style. You know, this is a bull, he's he's no day off, and you get those forty six and a half bull scores out there at somewhat of a consistent basis and he's going to be standing right there in that bull the uh bull of the year race as well next we'll get into the round one draw for the utb event this weekend in indianapolis indiana i'm not going to go over the entire draw if you want to see that you can look online but i keyed or highlighted some matchups that i really like in this first round so we'll get right into them the first matchup I really like is none other than the first goner, Boudreaux Campbell versus Mule Train of Ricky West. Boudreaux rides left-handed, and uh, he was 89 and three quarters on this bull in round five of the 2021 PBR World Finals. The bull went into, into his hand out in Vegas. Um, I like this matchup a lot for Boudreaux. I think he's going to show up motivated and wanting to win. I expect this to be a pretty good score here and potentially uh, pushing for that round round win. The next matchup I want to talk about is Cody Teal versus Big Black of K-Bar C's. Cody Teal rides right-handed. This bull's been around for a while. Um, he was the money bull for a while. Guys loved picking him. They were winning all sorts of events and all, all sorts of big checks on him. This bull should go to the left. He likes to go to the left anyways. And even though Teal rides right-handed... I think Cody Teal gets it done on this bull. This bull's lost a little bit of a step or two, you know, over the years. He's been around for a while. I just think Cody Teal rides rides too correctly to to not uh, get by this bull, even though he's going to go away from his hand. Uh, I don't know if it'll be enough to win the round, but I expect Cody Teal to get it done here. Next up, we have Jess Lockwood versus Lil Two Train of Gene Owen. Uh, this bull got rode twice at the 2021 PBR World Finals. Lockwood was 91 on this bull back at the 2020 PBR Finals. Uh, if Lockwood's healthy, and you know I I think he will be, he's taken long enough off now where I feel like he should probably be feeling pretty good by now. I think he'll be 88 to 90 on this bull. He rides left-handed. This bull probably will go to the left. So I, I think Lockwood, like I said, as long as he's healthy, Look for him to be in that 88 to 90 point range on this bull. The next one I have highlighted is Stetson Lawrence versus Appers Mind Freak, also of KBRC's. Stetson's been out for a while. He uh, had a pretty serious injury there. Uh, so this is his first one, first UTB back since then. I believe it was a broken neck. Pretty sure it was. This bull had strong showings at the Velocity Finals and the World Finals, where he got marked 45 and 45 and a half respectively. He should go into Stetson's hand. Stetson actually rode this bull for 89 and three quarters back in 2019 in Little Rock, Arkansas. If Stetson's healthy and, and feeling good, he's definitely got a shot. But this bull did look really, really good down in Vegas. Um, he's got a little bit of age on him, but just, just consistent. This is one that's been around for a while. He's no day off, but if Stetson's feeling healthy, he's got a shot at him. Next, we have Ezekiel Mitchell versus Black Beetle, also of K-Bar C's. This bull is 2-2 two and two at the UTB level. 
He went to the right in his last UTB out with Fernando Henrique Novaes, who was 86 on him in Newark, New Jersey last fall. This is a bull Zeke should ride. Um, Zeke Zeke's capable of riding any bull on tour when he's got his mind in the right spot. His talent is undeniable. He's a really athletic guy. He can do some things on the back of these bulls that some guys just can't. I think as long as Zeke's got his head on straight, he should ride this one no problem, but I don't think he can win the round on him. Next, we have Jesse Petrie versus Hurt So Good of Cord McCoy's. Dalen Swearingen was 89.5 on this bull at the, the 2021 Velocity Finals. The bull should go into Jesse's hand. He rides left-handed. The bull went left with Dalen. Petrie's a, a talented young guy, and I think he's got a pretty good shot to post a pretty good score here on this bull. He was he was pretty snappy when Dalen got on him. He had a lot of action, so he could be pushing up near that 90-point mark, too, for sure, probably upper 80s if Petrie gets it done. Next, we have Adriano Salgado versus Dirt Track Dirty of Cornwells. This bull is making his UTB debut, and uh, Salgado actually rode this bull last summer at a touring pro event in Indiana. He was 84 on him back in July. This bull also got rode by Davey Henrique de Lima for 86 points at a velocity event in Dayton, Ohio last year. This is a bull Salgado should ride, but probably can't win the round on, but if you're looking at just getting that score on the board, getting to the championship round, I like Salgado to ride this bull, no problem. The next one I have written down is Keyshawn Whitehorse versus Sugar Boom Boom. He's also of Cornwells. This is a veteran bull. He's uh, been around for a while, um, but I like Keyshawn's chances in this matchup. Keyshawn rides right-handed. This bull should probably start to the left, but watch if Keyshawn's riding him you know, to five, six seconds. This bull can step ahead and go back to the right. Uh, Keyshawn didn't have the world finals he wanted. I expected a, a motivated Keyshawn to show up in uh, Indianapolis and get this bull road. So those are some of the matchups I uh, had written down and kind of wanted to highlight. You know, there's some bulls here that don't have a ton of experience when you look at the draw sheet. Um, and then they got some that have been around for a while. So it'll be an interesting round of bull riding. And with it being a one-day event, that first bull becomes very, very crucial. You know, it's a one and done. If you don't get your bull road, you're not going to the short round. So I'm excited to watch this weekend. I think it'll be a good set of bulls. And I think, you know, some time off will help a lot of these guys feel better. You know, by the time they get to the finals, they're pretty beat up, especially with that season they had last year. There weren't a lot of off weeks in that uh, schedule. So I expect guys to show up healthier than they were towards the end of last year. Motivated, excited, fresh. You know, they're excited to get back to riding bulls, and I'm excited to watch it. Next, we'll get into the rank ride fantasy aspect of this podcast. Uh, I think it's great that fantasy sports has found its way into the bull riding arena. Like I've said before, I really enjoy playing fantasy football. So I think this is a really great opportunity for fans to stay engaged in what's happening over the course of a weekend. What Bonner, Bolton, and all them guys are doing there, it's great. It's pretty simple. You get points for your guys riding, your bull riders, and you get points for how well your bulls buck, their bull score. There's a couple other intricacies to it as far as buck off time or ride time and stuff like that. But then there's also what they call a qualified ride percentage bonus. So basically if a guy has they give if they give him a fifty percent chance to to ride the bull, it significantly drops the potential bonus points you can get. 
So it kind of rewards, it's a risk reward thing. It can reward you if you go risky and it pans out, or you can take the safe route and, and uh, go with outcomes that they think are likely. But here today, we're just going to talk about three riders in each tier that I would look at using this weekend. And then also some bulls in each tier because they tier them up into three tiers. You have to pick, I believe it's two riders from each tier and one bull from each tier. So there's a lot of ways you can put together a team. So let's get right into the tier one riders. The first tier one rider I'm going to look at using this weekend is Boudreaux Campbell. Like we went over in the notable matchup section, Boudreaux's got a bully road at the finals last year. Mule train of Ricky West. Um, I think Boudreaux can get it done on this bull and, and be a pretty pretty decent amount of points on him. I think he could be pushing that 90-point envelope. And if he does, that's exactly what you want in this format. And plus, Boudreaux's a guy that can ride those short-round type bulls. So Boudreaux's definitely a guy I'm going to look at using this weekend. The second Tier 1 guy I'm going to look at using is Cooper Davis. Uh, he's drawn I'm a Secret from K-Bar C. Mason Taylor was 88.5 points on this bull in round four of the 2021 PBR World Finals. This bull should go away from Cooper's hand. He should go to the left, and Cooper rides right-handed, and he does have some gas to him. Got a, He's a pretty electric little bull coming around there. I just, you know, Cooper's a guy that he can handle any type of bull. It just depends what Cooper shows up. Uh, that whatever Cooper draws, it doesn't, doesn't worry me. As long as Cooper's motivated, got his head in the right spot, he can handle all these bulls. So Cooper's a pretty solid pick in my opinion, no matter what weekend it is. And the final tier one rider I'm going to look at using would be Kaike Pacheco. He's drawn express, express lane also from Ricky West. This bull was drilled three times last year at the UTB level. Claudio Montagna Jr. was 89 on this bull in Greensboro last year. Same kind of deal as Cooper. Kaike can handle any type of bull. And if you look at the ride, qualified ride percentage they're giving him, 52.4, that's extremely high. So there, you have to bank on Kaike riding this bull, which I, I think he will. You know, and Kaike is another guy. He can handle any type of bull when you get to a short round situation. So I really think Kaike is a strong pick no matter what weekend it is. Next, we'll move into the Tier 2 riders that I would look at using this weekend. The first one, Claudio Montagna Jr., 31.5% qualified ride percentage. He's drawn gangster bones of Ricky West. This bull is a classic bull last year. He was rode by Joao Enrique Lucas last May in Jacksonville, Florida for 88 and three quarters. Kind of same deal. Claudio, he's a veteran. He's pretty consistent. You know, he can ride a lot of different types of bulls. So I like him in this tier two. You know, it's kind of a hard tier to to sift through, but I think Claudio can get the job done and be a solid pick for you this weekend. The second tier two rider I'm going to look at using is Cody Teal. His qualified ride percentage is 30.9. He's drawn big black from K-Bar C. We talked about this matchup earlier. This pick is all just me trusting Cody Teal. I think Cody Teal can get the job done. And realistically, you're looking at a decent bonus, you know, at 30.9% uh, qualified ride percentage, you know, you can get some decent bonus points out of Cody Teal if he gets the job done. So Cody's a guy I'm going to look at using this weekend, and it's kind of the same deal. I think Cody, when he's riding well, can handle a lot of different types of bulls. So Cody's definitely a guy I'm going to look at using as long as he's in tier two. And the final tier two rider I'm going to look at using is Derek Colbaba. 
His qualified ride percentage is 38.6 for this weekend. Derek's drawn little voodoo jacket of Gene Owen. Jose Vitor Leme rode this bull for 86 and three quarters at the 2021 PBR finals. He was a classic bull last year. This bull should go into Derek's hand, and I, I like Derek's chances to ride this bull. He's pretty good into his hand, and I think he should get along good with this one. So that kind of rounds out the tier two riders I'm going to look at. You know, there's a lot of good riders in this this tier. Um, so there's really not a, a terrible pick, in my opinion. I just highlighted some guys that I'm going to think about using in my own lineup. So next, we'll move into the tier three of riders. So the first guy I'm going to look at using is Chase Outlaw. His qualified ride percentage in this week is 38%. He is drawn hell on the red from Gene Owen. So Outlaw is coming off a long layoff. He uh, basically hasn't competed for the better part of the last two years. Um, This bull should go away from his hand. Likes the right. Eli Vassbinder was 90 on this bull at the 21 PBR Finals. I don't like betting against Outlaw. I'm a little concerned, you know, from a long layoff and stuff like that. But the one thing about Chase, you back him up into a corner and he's going to come out swinging. So it's hard to bet against this guy, but it would be nice if we'd seen him get on a few bulls other than in the practice pen. The next tier three guy I'm going to look at using is Ezekiel Mitchell. His qualified ride percentage is 35.1 this week. Zeke has drawn Black Beetle of K-Bar C's. This bull is 2-2 two and two at the UTB level. He went to the right in his last UTB out. So I think Zeke could get along with this bull. I don't really expect a round win, but the name of the game is getting guys to the short round and getting qualified bull rides, and I like Zeke's chances to get this bull rode. And the final Tier 3 guy I'm going to look at using this weekend is Jess Lockwood. His qualified ride percentage rate or whatever you want to call it is 49% this week. He's drawn little two train of Gene Owen. We've talked about this one before as well. If Lockwood's healthy, he should eat this bull up. And uh, Lockwood's obviously capable of riding any type of bull. He's done it before. It just depends what Jess shows up. If the healthy Jess is there who's ready to win, watch out because it could be a fun world title race. If he's not healthy, we don't know. You know, it could be rough. So it's kind of a bet on if you think he's healthy or not, but I'm going to take the route that I think Jess Lockwood's healthy and I think he's going to show up ready to win. So next, we're going to take a look at the tier one bulls you get to choose from. So you only pick one of these for your team. Um, I highlighted four of them. It's a pretty big list, so it's a lot to look through. The first bull I'm going to talk about, look at using, is Oilfield Outlaws Yellow Feather. So this bull is a pretty dang good bull. He's a big stout bull. He had a really strong finish to the regular season and kind of fizzled out a little bit at the finals. Still was okay, just not what he was in the regular season. Um, this bull got rode in the second round at the PBR finals by Silvano Alves for 87 and three quarters. This is a bull, I think, if he returns more to what his regular season form was, he's he's about as rank as anything you're going to see. He can really buck. It just depends on what, what version of this bull we see here this weekend in Indianapolis. The next tier one bull I'm going to talk about is Pookie Hauler of Chad Burgers. Like I said, this is one of my dark horse picks for bull of the year. I think this bull, when he figures it out and gets consistent, he's going to be really, really a handful for a lot of guys. If you look at last year, he got rode twice, 90 and a quarter by Keyshawn and 86 and three quarters in Lincoln, Nebraska. Had a pretty good showing with Cole Melanson 
at the finals in round two last year at the world finals. This is a bull uh, I just, I'm really high on. I think he's a good bull. I think he's hard to ride, and I don't think lower-tiered guys can get it done on him. It's going to take a guy that uh, he's all in willing to fight because this bull is going to throw it at you. So Pookie Holler is a strong pick, and without knowing who's going to get on these bulls because these are going to be short-round bulls, it's kind of hard to pick through them, so I'm just going off of what I think are the best bulls in this tier. The next bull I'm going to talk about is Test Drive from Gene Owen. Um, this bull doesn't have a ton of PBR experience, uh, only a couple outs, but he did go to the World Finals last year. He bucked off Cole Melance on there, had a 44.5 point bull score. His only other UTB out last year was a 45 in Deadwood, South Dakota with Claudio Montagna Jr. He bucked him off there. This is a newer bull, obviously, not a lot of experience, but this bull is pretty good. And I, you know, you look at the scores he's put up, there's potential to go way over 45. So this is a bull I'm going to look at using. Probably not going to make my final cut, but I think he's one to keep an eye on for the future. And the final tier one bull I'm going to look at is Wardress, also from Gene Owen. This is a big, scary black bull. When he first came on tour, it sure seemed like a lot of quick buck offs. You know, just two, three seconds, he was getting guys on the ground. Mason Taylor almost rode him in Fort Worth. And then in his next out, Derek Colbaba got it done for 89 and a half. This is a bull that I, I want to see how he reacts this year. You know, they started to figure him out a little bit. You saw guys ride him longer, and obviously Derek got a score on him. You know, before then, he just was dominating guys, and he looked as rank as anything you'll see. So I'm really excited to see what this bull does in 2022. If he returns back to early season form, this one could be one to watch out for. Next, we'll get into the tier two of bulls and the ones that I like in this tier. The first one that I'm going to talk about is off campus of Chad Burgers. Andrew Alvidrez has him drawn. This is a bull. Uh, he got rode at the PBR finals by Cody Teal. Um, but this is still a bull that has put up big bull scores. He doesn't do it all the time, though. Has had some dud scores, like lower 40s. And he's been marked as high as 45 and three quarters. So this is a bull who can do it. He just doesn't do it every time. You know, Andrew, I like him. I think he's a good bull rider, but this one can be a handful. And if this bull has his day, I think you're going to be really happy if he's your tier two bull. The next tier two bull I want to discuss is Show Me Homie from K-Bar C's. Show Me Homie has Paulo Lima in the first round. This is a bull that looked pretty good out in Vegas. Uh, 45 in the first round in Vegas, and he was 44 and a quarter the second time. So he had some strong outs out there. Jose Vitor Leme was 90 and three quarters on this bull in Nashville. So once again, when you're looking at this tier, I want bulls that can potentially get those 45-point bull scores. And this is one that can. Uh, should be should be real strong around to the left. Like I said, when you're looking at tier two bulls, when you got one that has shown he can go over 45, that's the kind of bull I'm going to gravitate to in this kind of a tier. The next tier two bull I'm going to look at is Scary Larry at Chad Burgers. Uh, he's drawn Eli and Vassbinder in the first round. Uh, this bull is kind of new to the PBR, but he's got quite the resume and on the rodeo end of uh, things, pro rodeo. He's definitely bucked off some some big time heavy hitters, no doubt about it. Uh He's drawn himself a heavy hitter here, though. If you weren't an Eli Vassbinder fan before the World Finals, you are now. This guy was extremely gutsy out there. 
he showed he had what it takes to dig down deep, and he sure did. Uh, it's tough to root against Eli, but I think this bull is going to come in here and really buck and has the potential to give you those 44, 45-point bull, bull scores. The last tier two bull I'm going to talk about is Dagger. He is now under Chad Berger. He came from Brandon Stewart. This bull was a classic bull last year. He bucked off Connor Halverson and Tiago Salgado last year at the finals. Respectable bull scores out there, 43 and three quarters with Connor, 44 and a quarter in round four. So this is another one. He's got potential. He's a younger bull, but he has bucked off some pretty heavy hitters. Uh, Boudreau Campbell, Tiago Salgado, guys like that. I mean, this bull's no slouch, Austin Richardson. So this bull's been put to the test a little bit. He has been rode for 85 but that was pretty early in his classic year. This bull has grown up since then. So this is a bull I look for that has some potential. Hopefully he grows up a little bit or has done some growing up a little bit, and uh, he turns into a pretty rank one because I think this bull has a lot of potential. I'm excited to see what he does against a pretty good bull rider in Cody Jesus. Next, we'll get into the Tier 3 of bulls you can choose from. Once again, you only get to pick one of these. The general rule of thumb that I'm going to go by for this tier is 43 and up. If you find a bull that can consistently give you more than 43, that's a pretty solid pick in this tier. These tend to be the nicer draws, more long rounder type bulls that guys should get along with and that guys at this level should ride consistently. So you're probably not going to find one that can consistently give you those 44, 45 point bull scores. But if you're getting one that's getting you 43, He's a good one to look at in this tier. And our first tier three bull we're going to look at is Cutthroat from Cornwell. He has drawn Marco Aguchi in the first round. This bull is unridden at across all levels of the, the PBR. He does have two UTB level outs. He bucked off Connor Halverson and Mauricio Morea last year, both in Manchester, New Hampshire. You know, Marco's a guy that can ride any type of bull when his head's in the game. But this is a bull, if you look at his bull scores, he did have a couple bad outs earlier in 2021. You know, pretty consistent, 43s, 42 and a half to 43, 43 and a half. So this is one I feel like that can get you that 43 mark, and that's why I'm thinking about using him this weekend. The next tier three bull we're going to look at is Casper from Gene Owen. He has drawn Mason Taylor this weekend in the first round. This is a relatively unproven bull. He did buck at the Velocity Finals last year and had an outstanding bull score out there, 45 and a half. He bucked in the first round at the PBR Finals at out in Vegas, and he was 42 points. Silvano Alves, he bucked him off. But this bull doesn't have a lot of outs to, to track, so this is a little bit of an unproven deal, and he has drawn a pretty pretty hot bull rider right now. If Mason Taylor comes in riding like he did out in Vegas, they, he can ride anything they run underneath him. So this is a bull. I'm hoping he has velocity uh, finals form, but I guess he's a little bit of an unknown, a little bit of a risk. Next, we're going to take a look at Dixieland Delight from Ricky West. This bull has drawn Cole Melanson in the first round. Cole really struggled to end the year last year. Um, you know, I think he is a little bit beat up, and that probably had something to do with it, but you know, Cole's been on this bull. This bull bucked Cole off last year in Greensboro. He did get rode there by Derek Cole Baba for 89 and a half. You come across the bull scores pretty consistently, 43 to 44, pretty much consistently. He has he did get a re-ride at the finals with Connor Halverson, but don't don't hold that against this bull. 
that arena is really weird for them bulls and it, it happens to some really really good ones out there you know them contractors they are nervous as heck when they haul these bulls in there it's just such a different setup than they're used to seeing some weird stuff happens out there so don't hold that against this bull this bull should return back to form and have a pretty solid day this weekend and the final tier three bull we're going to talk about is i'm a secret from kbarc he's drawn cooper davis in the first round mason taylor was 88 and a half on this bull out of the world finals um this bull does have some gas to him uh he's he's pretty electric got some speed around there it's tough because if he didn't have cooper davis drawn i think this would be an auto lock for me i really really like this bull a lot but cooper can handle this bull if he's if he's on his game so it's a little bit of a risk on both ends i really like cooper as a rider i really like this bull so it's it's like a coin flip to me but if he does buck cooper off you should get a pretty good bull score out of him and you know there should be some bonus points there too let me look at what cooper's yeah they're getting him 32.9 so you wouldn't get bad uh, bonus points either on the bull or cooper so they're telling you this is a pretty even matchup i don't know like i said cooper can ride him but this bull is pretty dang good and if you get behind on this one it's gonna be tough to catch up this is a bull I'm going to look at using whenever he's in the draw, especially if he stays in tier three. And I think that'll wrap up the uh, the fantasy rank ride picks. Like I said, I'm not telling you who to pick. I'm just highlighting a few uh, riders and bulls in each tier that I'm going to look at using. You know, there's a lot of different ways you can pick a lineup and throw together a lineup. Depends if you want a lot of risk, if you want to go the safe route or a mixture of both. There's a lot of combinations to do it, a lot of ways to skin a cat, but these are guys that I like in the respective tiers or bulls in the respective tiers. And uh, let me know what you guys think. If you're going to pick, if you're going to participate, let me know if you like my picks or if you didn't like my picks. I'm always open to suggestions. Well, I think that'll wrap it up. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I appreciate it. We covered everything you need to know for this upcoming UTB event in Indianapolis. I'm excited for a good weekend of bull riding. and I hope you guys are too. As always, leave any comments, suggestions to me. I'm always open to them. I want this to be as enjoyable for everybody as possible. So if I can do anything better, let me know. Come back and visit us again from the back pens. Have a good one. <laughs>